Hello, and welcome to the first official podcast from Mistress Q on Good Girl to Dominatrix. So there's a lot of reasons why I decided to do this podcast, but one of them is really to kind of uh, lift the veil on what it means to be a dominatrix. I have never felt so powerful as when I have embraced the side of myself. I will go into plenty of kinky detail. So I do want to let you know a little bit of what you'll be hearing. So some of it will be very vanilla, talking about like how I got into the lifestyle and all that fun stuff. Then I will go into some pretty explicit detail as far as my time as a submissive and my current time as a dominatrix all the kinks that I've tried, all the kinks that I'm into, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, the kinky, the filthy, the evil. So uh, you are about ready to hear some pretty dark things. (laughs) I'm sure that if you're on this, you don't mind listening to them. Uh, Not all kinks are for all people, and that is okay. That is what I love about kink. There is something for everybody out there. That's why we love it. I will also tell you that this is not, which you would think this would go without saying, but always got to uh, make sure we are covering our bases. This is not appropriate for anyone under the age of 18. This is specifically for adults who are in the BDSM lifestyle or curious about the BDSM lifestyle. So... With all that being said, I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about how I found out about kink and this lifestyle. Um, So it started pretty organically uh, in a really weird way. (laughs) I knew I had these desires of darker from a very, very young age. Like I said, I grew up in a very, very conservative home to where we were always taught that women are to be submissive. The man is in charge. Women are to follow what the man says. The only way that you would find a good husband or a good partner is if you were that shrinking little violet in the corner and followed the rules. I knew even then that that was not going to be me. I am not a shrinking violet. I am a big bold woman I wanted to be big and loud and when you were trying to be shoved into this box your entire life you knew it didn't fit so I did try life as a submissive for a few years but my brain would always go back to certain images and things I had seen And what I was, a part of me came to life when I saw. Uh, So when I got older, I, like I said, I went into that submissive side of BDSM. I knew I still wanted to be a part of this BDSM culture. So growing up in that conservative, not only are you taught that you are supposed to be submissive, you are also taught that 
sex is very taboo, right? We don't talk about sex. And if you do, it is only in the confines of marriage. Premarital sex, of course, is the end all be all of all evil. So growing up in that and having these desires for the darker, kinkier side uh, led to a lot of confliction in me because I wanted to be a good girl. I wanted to fit into that box. I wanted to be that perfect little princess that I was told I should be, but it never felt right. So I remember when I was younger, it was a Leslie Nielsen film. I know this is crazy, but follow me for a second. I believe it was Naked Gun 33 and a half or crazy ones that they did. And in one of the scenes, they're running through, and there is a submissive male, like, tied up. And the woman who's running through comes up to the dominatrix and is like, oh no, you hold the whip like this. Couldn't have been 10, 12 years old when I saw that. And I specifically remember that moment, because I saw that and I went, that's what I want. I want to be that dominatrix and yet I fought it for pretty much the next 18 years <laughs> but there's a reason for that right I was trying to fit into that box that I was told I needed to fit inside of when I started I went to a small Christian college so obviously you know we talked about sex a lot more than you know we were supposed to because you know, you shouldn't say those things, but we were edgy. So we would talk about like lesbian fisting and everything, <laughs> but it wasn't until I had my college boyfriend tell me one time, I feel like you're really kinky. You're just afraid to say it. And I, of course, thought he was crazy. Like, how dare you say that to me? <laughs> Obviously it didn't work out from with him for several, several different reasons, but that's okay. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but now we fast forward through my college and I'm telling you at that point I had done some sexual things, but I had still been a quote unquote virgin up to this point because you know, we always have those loopholes of why we're still considering ourselves a virgin. <laughs> um, I shouldn't have considered myself a virgin, but I did. <laughs> so that is when I decided I wanted to start exploring my submissive side. I wanted to look into it more. And so I started getting onto all of these online chats and like the Java chat rooms. I don't know if anybody remembers those in the <laughs> early 2000s. I started getting involved in those and always put myself in the role of the submissive. And I had fun with it, right? The chatting back and forth. Never really seriously wanted to consider meeting somebody, really. Um, but I did explore at least that submissive side virtually for a little while never until I probably got into my mid-20s that I was like maybe I want to see if I can find somebody in person that I want to submit to and I met a couple different people 
but nothing ever really worked out. You'll find a lot in this BDSM world that we have created, especially now that I feel like it's online so much that there's a lot of people who are on these websites because they're just fucking horn dogs. They don't really understand what BDSM and the kink and the fetish lifestyle is. They're just looking to get fucked. Which is fine. If that's what you want, that is fine. But that is not a kink. Oh, I like having sex. No fucking shit. We all like sex. That's literally what our whole existence is based off of, basically. Is us just looking to fuck or get fucked. So, uh that is you'll find that is one of my big pet peeves is getting into all of these instances of all of these men women everything trans the whole gender spectrum you'll always run into people who all they want to do is fuck which is fine but that is not what i am here for that is not what i'm about of course, I will say one of my favorite things is to shut those people down because it makes me really happy. <laughs> um, because they think that they're just going to be able to tell you what to do and I, I will automatically tell them, absolutely not. You did not look at my profile at all. You didn't read a single fucking thing about me. How dare you just send me a message asking for a naked picture of me. Fuck you. So I burn a lot of bridges that way, but I don't fucking care. I am a queen. I am a goddess and I will be worshiped. That is my role. And if you don't want to fall into that, that is fine. I have 50 other people behind you begging for the opportunity of my ownership. So, uh, like I said, I talked to a couple different people over the years about meeting, um, and there was one in particular that I remembered. And actually, this wasn't that long ago. Like, throughout the years, I dated some guys who were like, oh, I'm into spanking. And I'm like, all right, you spanked my ass five times, and then you're going to call that a kink. Once again, that is not a kink. That's just vanilla sex. At least it's vanilla sex, in my opinion. <laughs> But it wasn't until, like I said, it wasn't even that long ago, maybe f seven or eight years ago, that I met a guy virtually who I actually considered going and being his submissive. He was very, very strong, very domineering, had a huge fucking cock. Like, I don't even know how he walked with that thing. Uh, and he was a daddy dom. So daddy dominant. Usually that just means somebody who likes to be called daddy in that sexual term. Sometimes they'll want their submissives to be littles, which means that they play younger than they actually are. Other times it's not an age play thing. Um, and I'll talk more about age play and, and that spectrum. Sometimes I'll use terminology that you might not understand. That is okay. A really great resource for that is to go on FetLife and they have their Kictionary. And it will break down pretty much every term in the BDSM lifestyle. Uh, I actually have sent that to friends before who are like, I don't understand what this is because I've just gotten to the point where I've told my friends, 
you know, hey, I am also a dominatrix. Only my closest friends. I don't, you know, broadcast this to everybody in my vanilla life. Um, but it does make me laugh when they're like calling me now going, hey, somebody on Tinder hit me up and said this. What does that mean? They want me to do this. What does that mean? Because I know that if I don't know, I'll know where to find those resources. Um, So for me, with this daddy dominant, it was not a age play thing. It was, he was a big tall man, very, very well built, and could definitely put me in my place. And I was very fascinated by that. But every time I would try to get myself the courage to meet him in person, I just couldn't do it. There was just something that just didn't feel right with the whole situation. I didn't feel comfortable with it. It felt like I was trying to force myself into something and I, I didn't like that feeling. Meanwhile, I am dating some other guys in my vanilla life as well that don't know the side about me. One of the guys I had dated for a few months and I told him that I had you know, this kinky desire in me. And he was not into it at all. At all. First off, I still cannot tell you to this day why I dated that fucking asshole. He was such a manipulative, nasty jerk. Didn't even fucking shower half the time. I, th I think this is what happens when you try to convince yourself that you're submissive. That, oh, well, then he's in charge, so he gets to do whatever he wants to do. Ew. Don't fucking let yourself go down that path. I learned the hard way. But when I told him that I had this side of me, he just was like, okay. And then went back to our 30 seconds of fucking because that's all he could fucking manage before he was too tired and passed out. Like, ugh. And so I would lay there completely unsatisfied and completely embarrassed because I felt like, hey, I was showing this side of myself and I never showed that side of myself to somebody that I was really dating. And he automatically just shut it down. Also, mind you, this guy was like in his mid-40s and still convinced that he was going to be a rock star someday. So that's a whole other fucking thing. Ugh, men. Anyway, after I got fucked over by him, which still to the stakes makes me so livid because I was way out of that man's league. I should have fucking dropped his ass. And the fucker broke up with me and I'm still a little bitter about it. <laughs> anyway, after that is when I decided that I just wanted to have a fuck buddy. It was the first time in my life that I was ever like, you know what? I just want to fuck. And I think that is what started to open the door for me to realize like, oh, this doesn't have to be such a big fucking deal. 
right? Because up until this time, I'm still putting all of this sexual experience on such a pedestal that I can't even, you know, oh no, we have to make everything such a big fucking deal. And it wasn't until I decided to just embrace it that I realized like, oh, it could actually just be fun. It could be enjoyable. It could be something that I look forward to doing without the stigma attached to it. So I started by meeting a couple different guys just to randomly fuck. And it was fine. I mean, nothing, nothing too crazy. Mostly vanilla. I did um, meet this guy on Tinder that would put handcuffs on me and then fuck me from behind. And that was fun. Um, but even that, it was not his thing. Uh, you could tell, like, he did it because I asked him to, but he was just like, okay, like, it didn't matter, <laughs> which is the exact opposite of what you want when you're in that situation. Plus, like I said, I'm still trying to be it into my submissive. Even when I decided to embrace that side of me, I still tried to think, oh no, I'm a submissive. And it wasn't until he fucked me over that I finally went, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of all of this bullshit. And so I, for the first time, put myself out there as a dominant. And the amount of freedom I felt just by writing that dominatrix was beyond what I ever could have expected. I loved that term. I loved writing dominatrix on my profile. And the first guy that I ever somewhat dominated, it wasn't nearly as much as I wanted, just a couple of small sessions, was a guy who was really struggling with his gender. He had been former military and then he really had like this mommy kind of fetish. Not as far as he wanted me to treat him as a little, but like he wanted me to like nurture him through his transition. But the fact of the matter was, is that's not what he wanted. He wanted to find a big, black, beautiful man to be his dominant, but he couldn't find that. And so he was trying to fulfill that need with me. And I couldn't fulfill that need because that is the exact opposite of what I am. And that was okay. I am happy that he has actually found that now. Um, so he is able to fulfill that side of himself. And I believe he's even actually started to transition. Um, but that all led to the big moment where I decided to start a tender specifically for me as a dominatrix. And that is when I met my one, the man who changed my life forever in the best and worst way possible. My submissive that I am ridiculously in love with that has opened up the darker side of me in a way that I 
never knew I could explore and not be judged for. And I'm not going to lie and tell you that everything is perfect with us because unfortunately it's not. But I still am ridiculously in love with this man and I will talk to him, not talk to him, talking about him frequently. Um, we are currently separated, but I still have hope for us in the future. He's still very, very much a part of my life and very supportive of me exploring the kinky dark side of me. I think right now he's just happy that I'm learning more stuff to torture him with in the future. <laughs> uh, but I am going to be talking about him a lot because he is helping me on this journey. So next time I'm going to talk to you about all the kinks that I am into and be prepared because a lot of them are going to surprise you. There are some pretty dark ones and there are some other ones that I'll talk about that I have been exposed to that were not my thing. So you may get off of your knees until next time. I will see you then, you dirty fucking whore. Now wait for Mistress Keel. <laughs>